Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay, and today I'm going to do a three-part series associated with a particular aspect of my life. I'm in two minds associated with recording this. Firstly, because the remit with Short Funk has typically been if I do something stupid and it's funny, then it should be in Short Funk. If I do something stupid and it's just kind of sad and depressing, it doesn't really fit into the format. Of course, the counterexample associated with this is most of the time my dealings with the neighbourhood and the city, which is me doing something stupid and it not really being, well, sometimes it's funny. Occasionally it's funny. I wanted to talk about periods of time in my life where I haven't had ready access to food. And if you met me currently, you would think this was never possible. But I sometimes wonder, actually, if it's the periods of time where I haven't had access to food and the circumstances around that that have ultimately created the large gorilla-like character who's recording a podcast for you currently. When I was thinking about this, I thought about two times primarily, but I wanted to talk about my time in Elands initially. This was only for 15 days, and technically compared to the likes of Auschwitz, you know, various death camps where people starved to death over, you know, many months of, you know, filter and slight feeding, but basically just like no access to nutrition. Elands was, well, it was 14 days of meals every other day, if you were lucky. It wasn't particularly edifying, and it was a circumstance that has, well, you'd think having happened once, I wouldn't get into circumstances where this happened again. There is a novella called Field of Chaos that has some particular writing associated with my time in Elands. There are a couple of critical points that are missed specifically because I didn't want a really negative narrative associated with my friend, and also... I kind of gave him a little bit of slack associated with the stupidity in this circumstance. For me, actually, and I lost maybe 15% of my body weight over this period of time, and I was really thin to start off with, so it wasn't like, you know, I had pounds to burn. And it was an experience that, well, I don't know. Let me just describe it to you in circumstances. We went to Elands when we were 17, and... The background to this is that the son of the fellow who owned the property, or the stepson of the fellow who owned the property, had stayed with my friend and periodically with me when he came down to Canberra, Australia. Canberra is a very middle class, very kind of generic area. There are some affluent people. Basically, it's just solid middle class, even more so now than it was when I lived there. So when this fellow came to stay with my friend and I, he got the run of the house. I mean, my family didn't have a lot of food, unlike my friend's house, and he basically, you know, came down and ate snacks, and he lived, you know, the life of Raleigh. So the middle-class assumption through this is that when you go to another area, you will get the same kind of comforts that you have furnished on the people that come as guests to your environment. What happened in Elands, however, was that that just wasn't the case. The owner of the property had very particular views associated with what people should do, and we arrived in an environment that had very limited access to food anyway. Meals required like an hour and a half drive in order to buy food and bring it back to the community. The people that entered the community had to have funds for food. That was very central. You couldn't come to the community with no money and expect to eat there. And when we arrived, I had been working for a period of time in a physics research institute. They paid me very well for a 17-year-old. So I came with enough money for both me and my friend to eat for the entire time that we were there. 
it should have been perfectly comfortable. However, as these things happen, when I first arrived there, my friend said he was going off to buy food for the time that we were there. I gave him a good portion of my money, in fact, I think almost all my money, and he came back with a bag of weed. Now, there was an assessment that the other fellow that we were staying with had money to build a house and he was going to buy food for us and everything was going to be fine in this circumstance. Nothing could be further from the truth. I'll point you towards Field of Chaos for more information on that. When this fellow came back with a bag of weed and a set of excuses associated with how we were going to get food, I pretty well distanced myself from my friend. That comes through the Field of Chaos writing. And I worked out ways that I could survive in this circumstance because my friend went off with a group of drug dealers and I didn't really have much time for any of that. So I had my own, like, remote experience in Elance, which Field of Chaos portrays in some regard, but it misses the critical all-your-food-money coming back. And it wasn't just weed. It was a lot of seeds, too. So I always think of romantically a kind of Jack and the Beanstalk-like circumstance with that. But yes, I didn't see any of the weed seeds either. No amazing weed plants grew up to the sky. I was just left in an environment remotely with very limited access to food and also appendicitis-like symptoms. It was all very strange at the time and I whiled away my many hours with kind of high fever hallucinations until I came out of that and then had a somewhat bizarre journey, which I'll save for Field of Chaos. When I arrived back in the city from my experiences in Elands, the people that I was supposed to be staying with couldn't recognise me. I had lost so much weight. And it was my first introduction to being without food for any period of time, but not my last. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.